Welcome to the Coming Home Well podcast, the show that educates, supports, and advocates for the veteran community. Your host, Dr. Tyler Piron, U.S. Army retired, will bring you exciting conversations with amazing guests about resources, research, and military history, all geared to helping our warriors to come home well. Here's your host, Dr. Tyler Piron. Welcome to Coming Home Well. I'm your host, Tyler Piron. And today we're going to talk about fishing. It's one of my favorite hobbies. I live on a lake. I go fishing all the time. But not a lot of people have that opportunity to be able to go out and go fishing. And there is a great organization. They're out in California, and they have been doing some really cool stuff. Brian Barber, he's the president and founder of Mission Fish, Mission Fish USA. And that's actually the website. It's Mission fishusa.org. Go check them out. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thanks for having us, man. I appreciate it. So tell us a little bit about Mission Fish. Well, Mission Fish started as as a therapy session for me. In 2010, my brother passed away. In 2011, my grandmother passed away. And they were two of my fishing buddies. So I had to try to find a way to deal with my everyday life. I really didn't have no choice, but we decided to, my buddy Jason says, hey, let's go fishing. And I was like, dude, I haven't fished in years. He goes, well, let's just go on a twilight trip. And I go, what's a twilight trip? He goes, well, we leave at five o'clock at night and we come back at 10 o'clock at night as the sun goes down. It's just a day to relax. And I was like, all right. So I accepted his offer, went on the boat. And when I got on that boat, I was in such a calm. I was kind of, I felt that peace. I was kind of just in that sense of comfort. And I thought, man, this is a great feeling. And I totally, to believe it or not, I totally forgot we were fishing. We were out there just relaxing and having a good time and com- communicating. But we had a fishing rod in our hand. And I thought, maybe this is something I can share with my fellow veteran brothers and sisters and give them a little bit of what I'm doing. And that's how Mission Fish got started. That sounds like a great way to sort of just get something started because you're kind of in the dumps. You've lost some family members. And that transformative, that time away, because you can really can't do a whole lot else when you're out fishing, can you? No, I mean, that's the beauty of it, man. You, When you're out there, you have no cell service. So your phone is just as good as a camera. So when you're there, you're like, I might as well take pictures and record some video. And it gives you a way, it gets you away from the monotony of being around everybody. It's just you, the person to the left of you, the person to the right of you, and the, the Channel Islands. So that's pretty cool because I don't really think about that. But yeah, getting away and you can't, call for help or, or not even call for help, but check in your Facebook and Twitter and Insta and all those other things that seem to occupy Correct. so much of our time these days. Correct. Correct. So you're out there and it sort of just, you dawned on you. I didn't think about all these things that have been bothering me while I was out fishing. Right. And that's the beauty of it. When I got out there, like I said, I was just in the sense of calm. And when I got out of the Marine Corps in 2004, from 2004 to 2010, when I lost my brother, I was in a sense of loss because I had I didn't know how to function right. I was in the Marine Corps for 10 years, and when you're on a routine for 10 years, that's kind of the way you do things. So when I got out, I was kind of lost. This is just uncomfortable for me. And then, like I said, I lost my brother and my grandmother. And then I went fishing. I thought, well, how now is a chance for me to tie in a day to hang with my veteran brothers and sisters 
while giving us some therapy while we're fishing. So how did you do that transition? You are, you're not a big fisherman. You're not sort of like somebody who's always gone fishing your whole life. No, that's, well, that's the thing. I, I went fishing. I started fishing when I was about six years old. My grandfather would take me every summer, every Thursday in the summer we would go. But as I got older in high school, not a lot of the, the cool guys did it. And I was like, yeah, they're not doing it. So I'm not going to fish no more. So I kind of lost the urge for it. Even when I was in the Marine Corps, I lost it. I mean, you go to these different countries and you're thinking you're, you're on deployment, so you're surrounded by water, but you, I still forgot that, hey, I can be fishing while I'm in these countries. And I mean, believe it or not, people pay big money to go to these countries and fish. And I was like, I totally missed that opportunity. So when I got back and like I said, Jason said, hey, let's go fishing. And I was like, whoa, I haven't fished in years. And then when I got on the boat, like it all came back and I was like, ah, this is what I'm supposed to do. So you guys are out in California. Tell us about that. Where do you go? How does it work? Right now we're based out of Ventura, California. We we're trying to do, we're trying to get Ventura, California, I guess you would say to work like clockwork to where we have a trip going out every month there. And as soon as that happens, then we'll start to venture off, maybe go a little bit north and go a little bit south and kind of spread our legs a little bit and help and help some more veterans and first responders, active duty and Gold Star families in those areas. Now, you talked about the Channel Islands, and I'm familiar with the area. My wife grew up in Ohio, so I know where Oxnard is. Been there right. a bunch of times. It's a gorgeous area. It right. used to be a, the secret spot just uh, out of L.A. an hour or right. so. Nobody knows about it, and now it's starting to get a little more attention. But pr- right next to it is all these strawberry fields and everything oh, else. Yeah. And so it's yes, a great sir. place to go fishing. It is. I mean, not to mention, it's like the the beauty of being able to see the islands from the beach. So when I take them out on the boat, and I mean, a lot of them never been on fishing trips. And when they even get to go look at the Anacapa Arch, they're kind of just in shock. Wow, this thing is so, so big compared to when they see it from the land. It looks so small. So they get right next to it. And they're like, holy crap, this is huge. Yeah, because you don't think about it. And most people aren't taking the tourist boats out. They're not, you know, going fishing. They're not seeing it except from the shore. And all of a sudden they're on the boat and they're like, wow, that thing is massive. Yeah. And they get, we get pretty close to it. We get real close to it. So what kind of fish are out there? All right. Now we're in the process of catching um, rockfish, any type of rockfish. White sea bass tend to make their presence known every now and then. Yellowtail make their presence known every now and then. Halibut lean cod, calico bass, sand bass, things like that. So lots of uh, big fish because, you know, yeah, that that's ocean stream. That's opportunity, right. So how often are you going? Right now we go every other month starting in March. We go March, May, June, I mean, March, May, July. And then we have a humongous trip in uh, September called Operation Anacapa, where we take about 150 out on five boats. And then we have our closing uh, trip of the year on November 11th. That's a lot of trips, but I know you're trying to add more. Yeah, the goal is to have a trip a month starting in January. 25 participants run that until, like I said, September, where we have Operation Kappa. We take about 150, and then another one in October, and then close it up again in November 11th with our Veterans Day trip. Now, I know that takes a lot of time and effort. Tell us a little bit about Mission Fish. Are you guys funded with some big 
corporate deep pockets or is it is it uh, sort of just a labor of love? It's a labor of love, believe it or not. There's five of us currently on the executive board and we just nonstop grind to try to raise funds to be able to make these trips happen. We're currently we currently have a grant writer, so she's in the process of trying to help us get some big grants to cover the majority of these trips. But I don't bank on that. I push day in, day out to make sure that we have funds for at least the next trip coming up and the next trip coming up, but it's all part of the fundraising grants. Like I said, we're applying for grants, donations. We do some fundraising as far as the fishing tournaments and uh, things like that, but um, in the process of trying to create a golf tournament, man, I heard golf tournaments are where it's at. So we're going to try that aspect as well. So your guys are entirely volunteers. So yes, sir. I bet if people would want to donate, they would just go to missionfishusa.org and, and click right. on probably a big yeah, red donate button. There's a big uh, red donate button, donate now button on there. Um, we are also on, we have PayPal, we have Venmo, we have Zelle, we have Cash App. Anything you could think of in order for us to try to raise funds, we're going to try to do it. So if you guys are all interested in helping out with Mission Fish, go and go check out the website because it's really cool. They have all these pictures of people with all these different kinds of fish, all these veterans groups, and right, you can see yeah. all the all the smiles and sort of the uh, the awe and people that right. I wouldn't think are big fishermen or, or people that go fishing all the time just based on how they look. It's probably a, <laughs> a presumption of mine, but right. it's definitely pretty cool. So who yeah, cool. is eligible to go on these trips? We take any era of a veteran. There's no such, we're not taking prior this, post this. We take every era of veteran. We take any first responder. We take any active duty service member. And we also take Gold Star family members. So that is a lot of people. I bet you have a long waiting list. Yeah, that's the thing. We put our trips at the beginning of the year and they fill up within weeks. So we're like, and I feel bad for that because like I said, we only have six trips planned due to funding. If I had another an opportunity to open up six more trips, I'd be able to take a lot more participants out. But that is a lot of people because uh, it sounds like a great opportunity to go hang right. out with a bunch of veterans and go yeah. fishing and go see the Channel Islands up close. Oh, I would jump all over that. Yeah, and we get, I mean, we give them a $10 galley credit to use. We do not provide alcohol. And we also cover their fish cleaning for the day. We cover their license for the day we let them use tackle we use they we give them the gear we cover their ticket on the boat that's pretty much we kind of cover everything for them all they gotta do is show up those are the best events where all you have to do is show up i bet there isn't a whole lot of people like man you know what never mind i'm not that interested yeah it's gonna cost me too much this and it it doesn't cost them anything so you talk about the fact that mission fish is not just about fishing it's about A lot of other things. Tell us about that. Well, if you look at our logo, it says Mission Fish, but around the logo, it says fishing, interacting, sharing, and healing. And that's what my goal is. Fishing is, it's mainly more for the interacting, kind of what you and I are doing here, except we'd be doing it on a boat. Sharing. The sharing is an aspect of me sharing what helps me deal with my PTSD, my anxiety, my depression. I want to hear what you do to deal with yours. And that's a sharing aspect of it because you may, you run a podcast and you run what you do. And maybe that's something that will get me from wanting to join the 22. Hey, maybe if I start my own podcast, maybe if I invest in myself and do this, I might be able to not focus so much on the negative demons that are talking to me. So it gives each other different aspects on how to deal with their anxiety, their depression, their PTSD. 
And then the, the last one is healing. Healing is big for me. I want them to come on the boat and heal from the inside out. I mean, everybody tells you, put on a smile and, and do this. But if you're not smiling on the inside, that smile on the outside is fake. And I want you to have a good time out there. I want you to come out. I want you to not worry about nothing. And I tell my participants before we leave the dock, I said, hey, if you had a bad night, you're thinking about, leave it here. If you have thoughts of suicide, leave it here. I want you guys to come on the trip, get on the boat, not worry about anything. I want you to have a great time. I want you to fish. I want you to interact. I want you to share and I want you to heal. Well, that sounds like a great recipe for success. One thing that I've always noticed is that when you get veterans together, it doesn't matter if they're Vietnam veterans post 9-11, just got out of the service, have been out of the service as long as the other guy's been alive. As soon as you get them together, there's this almost instant camaraderie. Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, believe it or not, when in the mornings, when they're there, a lot of them are very reserved, very standoffish, not really wanting to interact with each other. It's not until we get out to where we're actually fishing is when that defensive wall comes down, that barrier is broken. They get that first fish, they get that first bite, they get that I mean, they get bit by the bug, and next thing you know, they're high-fiving. Now they're talking, and that's, at that moment, that's when I claim success. As you would be rightly to do, that is the best part about these types of events, because we tend to isolate, and we tend to be on our own, and I can solve all of our problems, and or my problems, and I don't need anybody else. Right. But you, I mean, I, ho- I hope to get you out here, man, sometime. You can come on the boat and you'll be able to see that you'll see the transition go from when they're really reserved to where all of a sudden they're high-fiving and they're swapping contact information and they're, hey, I'll follow you when we get back to the, we get back in range to follow you on your social media platforms. And that to me, is, like I said, that's when I claim success. I bet that feeling of watching that happen because you've been on a bunch of these trips. You've been yeah. doing this for a good while. Now, you Correct. started this in 2009. And when did you actually start doing the mission fish and taking people out fishing? We start we actually started in 2015. In 2015, we started as Anglers Anonymous of America, which was a nonprofit that just focused on taking disabled veterans. I thought that was great. But the way I work is I, I, I like to help as many as I can. So I decided to change the name. I decided to open up um, our, our open up our arms and be able to take active duty, disabled or not disabled veterans, Gold Star family members, as well as first responders. The reason I chose first responders is a lot of people, they ask, why first responders? They don't do this or they get good pensions for this. And I tell them, if my wife or my mother or my daughter or one of my kids dials 911, the Marines are not going to show up at her door. The fireman's going to show up, the policeman, the ambulance. And that's why when I'm overseas doing my fight, I know I'm okay because I have my brothers and sisters here taking care of the home front. And that's why I take my my first responders out. And Gold Star family members, I push for them to take them out because they lost a loved one in the line of duty. And to me, there's there's no other way for me to give them a hug instead of taking them out on a boat and giving them a day of just doing nothing but relaxing. There are so many similarities in in the fire service and the police service, and and most of them are veterans. A lot of them. I don't know if it's most, but a lot of them are veterans anyway. So there's a lot of cross-pollination. And and with Gold Star families, the more we can do to give them the the big group hug, I think, is the the good things to do because they're definitely uh, 
part of the community. Uh, we don't ever want to forget the sacrifices and the people left behind because that, that is the ultimate sacrifice. Correct. So, Brian, you guys have been doing this since 2015. You've been on how many trips, how many people, how many? Uh, let's go through some uh, of the numbers. Yeah. Well, as of, as of today being May 2022, I can say we've done at least 20 trips and we've taken about close to 2,500 participants out. Wow. 2,500 people out fishing. That's right. a lot of people. Yeah. So but, is there any memorable, like no kidding, like transformations you've seen or something that just without saying any names or anything identifying that you've seen on these trips? Yeah, it, it's funny because I see I've taken so many guys and girls out on these trips. And the hard part for me is trying to focus on one or two individuals per trip because I get caught up in the moments where I'm just like in awe of what we're doing. And just excited that they came out to join us. But as I noticed, as we as we tend to grow, I noticed a lot of people that we've taken out have started their own programs, whether it be freshwater fishing, hunting, something like that. But I feel like, hey, I kicked that for them. I, I gave them a little bit of a boost they needed to see doing something was profitable for them, not monetary wise, but on therapeutic side. And I see them running with it. And that's what's good for me to see. That's absolutely awesome. So how do people get in touch with you? We've talked about who can go, but if somebody wants to get on the list, how does that work? Yeah, they go to our uh, webpage, missionfishusa.org, hit the contact us now. Once we get your information, we add you to the email list. And as a trip comes up, we send that email list out saying, hey, this is the trip coming up. And when they respond and I put them on the manifest and then we go on our trip. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. And right. I can't wait to uh, one day get out there and go see yeah. it myself. Right. You're going to be like, man, I'm moving back. <laughs> We've been talking with Brian Barber, the president and founder of Mission Fish. Their website is missionfishusa.org. So, Brian, before I let you go, what should I have asked you about but didn't? You didn't ask how the day of the trips go. Let me give you a, a brief scenario on how the day of the trips go. We have the participants show up at 06 in the morning. I know it's early, but for a lot of us veterans, that's... We're, we have already done three-mile hikes and ran 10 miles and stuff before that, right? So we have them show up at 0600 in the morning. They go through the registration process where we check their name off. We give them a swag bag, which is which which has a towel, a hat, a couple of snacks from Operation Gratitude. And then if we have a sponsor that donated shirts, we give them a shirt. And then we assign them to the boats in that morning. They get on the boats. We leave at about 7. And then we start, we had, it takes about an hour to two hours to get out to the fishing grounds. Once you get to the fishing grounds, on the way out, we give a period of instructions on what, what the plan of the day is, what we're going to do, how we're going to do it. We like to hear some testimonials in the morning, talk to some, we make our rounds and talk to them and talk to the participants and get some feedback from them on how things went. And then we're fishing. And then we're fishing till about 11. And at 11, 11, we shut the boat down. And that's when we kind of all come together for that 30-minute therapy session on the boat. Now, I'm not going to say it's, uh, hey, we're going to do a seance or nothing like that. We just get on the boat and we talk about what we're doing. And I give them an information on what we're doing as far as why, how we got there, who we are, who we do it for. Um, and then we play Amazing Grace by Bagpipes. And then we play Taps. And then we have anybody that wants to get anything off their chest. 
do it now while we're here. There's no one going to hear it but us, brothers and sisters that are out here. And then we continue fishing after that. And then we fish all the way until about 3.30 until we start heading back to the landing. Once we get back to the landing, fish cleaning's all done. All they do is walk home with their fish and have a, have a good day. That sounds like a very full and a very fun and very therapeutic day. I'm just so impressed how you took something that wasn't the greatest of things and sort of flipped it around. And now you've helped, what, 2,500 people sort of experience the same opportunities that helped you. Brian, that is quite amazing. And I'm really excited to hear about Mission Fish. I know there's other organizations as well that do fishing, but this one sounds like a really special one. And the fact you've been around a while, which is always the the biggest challenge with a lot of organizations. Thank you so much for joining us on Coming Home Well, Brian. Thanks, I appreciate you, sir. Thanks for joining us this week on Coming Home Well with Dr. Tyler Pieron. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. Follow us on Instagram at comminghomewell underscore BTS or on Twitter at comminghomewell. Thanks again. And until all are home and all are well, this is Coming Home Well.